Welcome to Grease in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. We are here today to talk about uh, something that is uh, in the minds of so many people right now. Uh, the Texas shooting uh, at the elementary school, at Robb Elementary School. Um, this affects us as Christians, um, affects us as parents, affects us as educators. Um, as many of you know, I am work in the education field. Um, I've been a teacher for a number of years, and I know that uh, many of our many of our schools are still in session right now, getting ready to get out for summer. And this has affected so many of you. So we're going to talk a little bit today about um, from the perspective, perspective, sorry, of a teacher from the perspective of uh, talking to your kids and then from the side of how do we handle this as Christians? How, how can we handle it? So we'll be talking about these things today with you um, because like many of you, this has been very hard to get off our minds and we don't want it to get off our minds. We want to to think about these things and to pray, especially for the families of the ones that lost loved ones, uh, two teachers, uh, some third and fourth grade students. Uh, mm. It's just, it's just horrible, isn't it? It's horrific. This is just simply demonic. I yes. mean, it's evil. It, it's on, I think, every client I've had, every person I've been, run into. Right. Uh, I know it's on my our hearts, yes. and uh, it's just uh, made me sick. Yeah, and, and like I said, I work in the education field. I do work online uh, with teachers, and mm -hmm. many of us um, had discussions about this yesterday, uh, talking about how hard it was. Um, I had a friend that said that he uh, even reached out um, to, to, he is in a divorce situation. So mm -hmm. he reached out to the mother of his kids and gave her some money to take the kids to Chuck and Cheese just mm -hmm. to love on them and to give them an outlet. Yeah. Um, that's good. Yeah, absolutely. So let's, let's talk a little bit, um, about how should we handle this with children? Because, mm. you know, when we were kids growing up, we didn't know, <clears throat> excuse me, we didn't know a lot about things that happened in the world, really, because it wasn't right in front of us. Well, we never had, I mean, we, we had, when I was in school, uh, people would go hunting after school. They had guns in their trucks. Right. Uh, and, and it wasn't like it was a, uh, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't like there was a big deal. There was no school shootings when I was a kid. No, and, and we were shielded from a lot of things because it wasn't right in front of us. You know, you had the evening news on at yeah. times. I mean, my parents, I'm sure you're... Dan Rather and all those guys. Watched yeah. all the news at night and we right. didn't pay attention to it. No, and it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, we weren't inundated with technology, right. uh, phones, uh, watches, yes. uh, computers, internet. And they're definitely, the biggest problems we had was literally chewing gum, smoking yeah. in the bathroom and fights in the hallway, maybe. And something I've noticed in yeah. the world today is a lot of times parents will talk about things like this in front of their kids, thinking that their kids aren't going to be paying attention. Yes. But they are. They oh, are. Yes. They are. Because I'm sure that some of you teachers out there, your kids came to school uh, talking about this. So mm -hmm. the kids are hearing. The kids know. Even little, little guys, you know, kindergartners, they know about what's happening in our world. 
which on one hand is a good thing that they're not shielded, but on the other hand, they need to be shielded for their innocence. But what can you do? So we're going to talk about some tips. Um, I found some tips for parents and educators to talk with children about violence. um, What you have? What you got? Okay. I got this from the National Association of School Psychologists. Mm -hmm. And we'll put this in the show notes. The first thing for parents and teachers is to reassure children they're safe and review safety procedures. Mm -hmm. So many schools have procedures, have lockdown practice, things like that, which is is hard. Uh, Kids a lot of times get really scared about things like that and teachers have to really, you know, talk them down. But make sure that there are safety procedures in place. I don't know what the safety procedures are. Yeah. How did he get in? I don't know. We could speculate. Yeah, that's not, we're not the professionals. uh -uh. So make sure, and of course, you know, check. I'm sure your schools are probably uh, tightening down their procedures. And I'm sure you've already talked about this with your students Mm -hmm. um, as teachers. But parents, uh, you know, talk to your kids um, about safety procedures at school. And, you know, uh, that's a good thing. Reassure them that they're safe. Tell them that they're safe because they are. I mean, this doesn't happen. Kids are safe. So talk to them about their safety. Um, Create a sense of safety by returning to normal, predictable routines as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. Uh, Try to keep your routines at home. Keep your routines in the classroom. Children thrive on routines. If, if you return yeah. back to normal, of course, if they need to talk, let them talk. But return back to normal um, as much as possible just to give them that security because routine brings security. It does. It, it does. They does. need that. Yes. Yeah. Um, make time to talk and listen to the concerns and feelings of children. Um, you know, you as a teacher have got to decide, do you need to have a group discussion or should you just talk to the, let the kids come talk to you individually? Um, that's something that you have to work out in your classroom dynamics, but let them know that their feelings and their concerns are important. Um, sometimes we'll say, oh, don't worry, don't worry. And we kind of push them to the side. This is not the time to do this. This, you need to listen to their concerns, listen to their feelings. If they're afraid, reassure them. Uh, Parents do the same because, you know, kids have have seen, have heard, even if you've shielded them from the news, even if they haven't heard about what's happening and you're trying to keep them in a bubble, unfortunately, they're still hearing about it from other kids at school. Um, So do talk to them about their concerns and feelings. And and if they don't want to talk about it, give them time. They'll, They'll probably most likely come back and talk about it later. But give them that space as a teacher, Mm -hmm. give them that space as a parent to talk about their feelings. Because sometimes uh, kids react to this by becoming more irritable or not getting enough sleep because they're worrying about it. So just giving Mm -hmm. them their space to talk, um, Mm -hmm. to, to validate their feelings is important. Don't push them to the side. Listen to them. That will help them to process this because many kids have to process they do. They situations do. like this. Um, limit the use of media consumption of these events to lower the stress and maintain balance. And perspective. That's huge. Yeah. Turn off yeah. the TV, uh, turn off the notifications of your phone. Cause you know, so many of your kids have your phone or are playing games and they're, they're seeing those notifications come across while they're playing games. Mm-hmm. Turn mm-hmm. off those notifications uh, for a while because you know this is going to be in the media. They're going to be talking about this for quite a while. 
Uh, so, so try to, to lower their stress by turning off those distractors. And kids don't know how to express feelings uh, appropriately. Right. They're not as emotionally intelligent as, as right. grown-ups. Yeah. And so they'll, you know, you may know that they may have depression or, mm-hmm. or things, uh, and they, it may come out through, like you said, irritability or, or digestive right. issues yes. or insomnia. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And so uh, acknowledge that sleep difficulties are common. So and, and it can lead to fatigue. It can lead mm-hmm. to poor attention, poor t- participation in class, things like that. So teachers, uh, you know, you're at the you're you're at the home stretch um, right now. Today is May the 26th. Many of you are gearing up for the end of the school and are ending school this week. Some of you have a little bit longer but um, just acknowledge your students, let them talk to you um, and, and acknowledge their feelings. If they're feeling scared, don't say, oh, there's no need to be scared. Listen to them. What are you scared of? How can I help you not be scared? Um, if you see a kid that's all of a sudden having behavior issues, it could be because they're worried about this. So give them that safe space to talk. Parents, give them that safe space to talk. Teachers, I know that you are struggling with this. Uh, you're going, you know, as teachers, we often say, these are my kids. And they are our kids mm-hmm. for that time period that we have. And even when they leave us, they're still our kids. I mean, I have I have people on Facebook that I taught that, that I feel, I mean, they're like 30 years old and I still feel like they're my kids. Um, so, you know, love on love on your kids in your classroom. Be there for them. But also uh, try to limit talking to other teachers around them because they listen to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you need to find a time outside of the classroom to process your feelings and to talk about your feelings because this affects us as educators. So Absolutely. Talk about those things uh, with friends and families and coworkers outside of the hearing of kids and process this yourself mm-hmm. because you need to do that. Parents. Mm-hmm. Love your kids. Hug your kids. I know yeah. you do. Just hold them tight. Good. But, you know, plan something fun if you're able to uh, in the next day or so. You know, for this time period of this broadcast, uh, Memorial Day is coming up. Try to do something fun mm-hmm. to take everybody's mind off of it, hopefully. And and just love on your kids. So Absolutely. Those are some perspectives from the, the teacher uh, standpoint and the parent and children's standpoint. And I know, you know, there are so many more things that you can do, but we just wanted to touch on that. So now if, uh, you will talk about from the Christian sure. standpoint, how can we handle this better? Well, number one, this is just purely demonic. It when is. we look at this, you know, from the beginning of time, Satan and his buddies have hated, uh, hated babies. Yeah. Hated life, true, because, and families. And families, yeah. So Satan's goal, uh, right after the fall, you know, God promised that through a child, mm-hmm. the seed of a woman, he would crush the head of the serpent. Right. And so we see uh, whether it's uh, Pharaoh, and you know, uh, Pharaoh saw the blessing of children, mm-hmm. and uh, he, you know, he took place. What took place there was the. Uh, murder of innocent babies. Yes. Uh, we also know the Canaanite false gods that were sacrificed. Babies were frequently mm-hmm. sacrificed to Molech. They were. Uh, this was very common. And uh, we know in Jesus's time, when Jesus was was born, that uh, Herod 
went after children. Sure. And so, uh, but you know, what's interesting is Jesus still came. Mm -hmm. He came in the middle of a very chaotic world, mm -hmm. very violent world, yeah. uh, to bring peace. Yes. And so uh, I think in the midst of this evil, right. that we need to cling to the Prince of Peace. Yes. Because I think we can see the signs of the times mm -hmm. are coming uh, rapidly. Right. And and we can cling to him knowing that he has uh, he can take something evil and turn it into something good. Right. And, and we need to take our concerns to him. You know, he, mm -hmm. he's not surprised with how we're feeling. Um, so we need to pray and ask for strength because, I mean, this type of situation brings a lot of anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. Just thinking about those poor People that lost their lives, those poor little children that well, got up yeah. and went to school that day, you know. Yep. We expect schools, churches, mm -hmm. uh, in our community to be safe. Yes, we do. We expect our children to be safe. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. But we're living, we are living in the end times. Right. And uh, things are rapidly coming to culmination. Yes. And so Jesus did not, he, he specifically said things would get worse. Yes, he did. Now, what do we do as Christians here? We cling to Jesus. Yes. We cling to his word. Right. Um, we, 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 sh we don't take things for granted. Right. You know, we share with our kids. We share with our family. We don't know when we're going to die. Right. And, and so it's important for us mm -hmm. to cling to the Lord. Yeah. There was a tower. Uh, that had fallen in Jerusalem. And, uh, you know, the disciples were like, well, what did they do wrong? These people had died. Mm -hmm. And Jesus just said they happened to be there, and, and it was not the uh, specific thing they did. Mm -hmm. But he told them, repent, or you will likewise perish. Absolutely. And so I think the key is, is be ready. Yes. We don't know when things are going to happen. We, we don't, don't know when we're going to die. And God is there with us. We just need to pray to Him and support each other. Um, if you know somebody that's really suffering from this, just being affected by this, give them that safe space to talk about it. Pray with them. I think giving a safe space, I think clinging to God. Yes. Not clinging to the world and its solutions and not clinging to the media. Uh, the media. And watching everything. Yeah. Um, because, you know, God can take what man means for evil, God can turn it into good. Yes. And, uh, you know, we, we see people coming together. Mm -hmm. We see people coming to know the Lord. Yes. We see people uh, coming uh, and really, really thinking about mortality, which right. I think is important. Absolutely. Um, we're also have, we're going to put notes. Uh, yeah and strategies in our show notes. Um, we also have our email. We had some issues with the email working, but it's working now. So if you need to reach out, if you need to talk to somebody uh, for counseling purposes or something, please definitely reach out to the email um, and, and know that we are here. Um, I think we should close out this broadcast I was today say the same with, with prayer. Yeah. Will you pray? Absolutely. Father God, we lift up these families. We are burdened. We are hurt. We are saddened. We are angry. We're trauma. Everyone's traumatized. The whole country, maybe even the world, over these kids and the shooting. Lord, we pray that you would bring peace in the midst of suffering and evil. 
that you would turn something evil into something good. And Lord, we do pray that you would uh, allow many to uh, come to you and somehow turn this into your for your glory. We know the enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy, but you have come to give life and life more abundantly. And Lord, we do pray that you would take this evil, this mess in the world, and turn it into a message for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. So parents, hold your kids close. Grandparents, hold your grandbabies close. Teachers, love on your students. You only have a few more days left with them in the school year. Yes. Uh, be kind to your each other, everyone. Find somebody to talk to and process this. It's it's a horrific situation, um, and and there's nothing wrong with reaching out and talking to a counselor if if this has majorly affected you. It's okay. Uh, so absolutely know that uh, we understand what you're going through. We're feeling the same feelings that many of you are feeling, and um, just thank you for listening today. Um, and we will see you next time at Grace in the Shadows. Take care. Bye-bye.